0: Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.
1: Welcome to After Dark for another week for all of the stuff that is just a little bit too spicy for daytime radio, and tonight is absolutely no exception. Tonight, I present to you the diary of a male pole dancer. Pole dance Dave has been regaling audiences with his amazing strength and sexy moves on the pole over the past few years. He's going to be talking about his journey into pole dance and also where it's leading him into some exciting performance spaces We'll also be welcoming back Nikki from Flirt Adult Store, and tonight we're talking about a show that we are both vibing on. It's hit Netflix and has taken the world by storm. It is called How to Build a Sex Room. Now, you may be thinking that it's a dark and dingy dungeon. Well, nothing could be further from the truth, and... The host of the show is like the Mary Poppins of interior design where she goes and talks to couples about what their fantasies are and builds a room around just that. Nikki and I are loving it and we talk about how you can create your own sexy little space in your home as well. That's all coming up tonight on After Dark.
2: Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson.
1: Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, it is time to dive into some sexy stuff. And a few months ago, I was lucky enough to feast my eyes on quite a sexy individual, I must say, Pole Dance Dave. For the first time, welcome to After Dark.
2: Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely
1: awesome to have you on the show. And look, I guess... Everybody sort of has an idea of what a pole dancer is and we think it's a girl with high heels and and that sort of thing. And, you know, uh, J-Lo had to, you know, learn a fair bit for uh, hustlers and uh, did quite a good job, I must say. A lot of strength training there, I would say. But I'm really interested to get into the life of a male pole dancer, which is what you are. Now, I want to start right at the very beginning. Okay. When did it occur to you that performance and pole was something that you resonated with?
2: Oh, so, I mean, that's kind of like a two-prong question, performance. I've always been that kind of guy that was, you know, who's, who's going to do this? Who's going to, you know, get up and learn this dance? And it, I was always the first one, front and centre, ready to go. Um, growing up, um, it was difficult because boys didn't do that.
1: Boys don't dance. That's right. Boys
2: don't dance. Like, yep. you know, don't don't be so don't be so effeminate. Don't be so girly. Don't be so um, my family is Scottish and there's a term called a big Jesse. So it was like, don't be a big Jesse. So yeah, um, it was something I was good at. I found my rhythm, I enjoyed it, it made me happy. If I had a bad day, I'd come home and just dance around. You know, and then when I got old enough to pay for things myself and, and do, you know, I wanted to go try this. I wanted to go try that. Um, I was always a kid full of energy anyway. So, yeah. um, it was just, uh, once I got old enough to, yeah, like I said, pay for it myself, I did it myself.
1: Yeah. Okay. So when you are growing up, basically, I mean, I, I resonate with what you're saying there because my parents mm. are, are uh, Geordie, which is right on the Scottish border. So I get yeah. what you're saying. Um, but, um, so that you never sort of did like structured dance classes as as a kid. You had to sort of you waited until you you got old enough. And then what did you do? Did you try like jazz or sort of um, went and did a hip hop oh class? Or my
2: my first ever performance gig. So I grew up in South Australia, and yeah. um I used to go to this. I think it was what we called blue light discos over here in new south wales yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a different thing over in south australia and we had this underage nightclub called Bubblegum. yep um and they chose uh, four boys and four girls and they held additions and me and some mates were just like let's go along and have some fun and my mates didn't make it through and then next minute i was you know they were they told me like you're up so that was more kind of um like r&b this was more so gone. Going back, it was late 90s. I'm showing my age there. Um, Listen, we don't have to talk about it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and like the school holidays um, on a Wednesday night, um, we'd do a routine um, or, you know, there'd be a a boy and a girl routine, there'd be a girls only routine, there'd be a boys only routine. Um, The actual job title was called Room Motivator. (laughs)
1: Love it.
2: (laughs) Um, and like we did things like local TV as well. We went on, um, it was a show called AM Adelaide, which is like Adelaide's South Australian version of Sunrise. Yep. Um, and Wills, if anybody knows who that is, Willsy. And yeah, we were, it was kind of like promoting school holiday fun. So that's where it really kind of kicked off and started.
1: I'm sure there are a lot of girls who trained for their entire lives who wanted to kill you at this point. Imagine just walking straight into that, just with raw talent, energy and and passion for it.
2: And it, I could pull off a I mean back handspring as well. So back Always back,
1: helpful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> bit of tumbling and they were like, this
1: guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. So, yeah. yeah. So you got into the performance space and then – from there, I guess, you wanted to, you wanted to spread your wings and, and I guess experiment with all sorts of different dance styles. How did you find Pole?
2: Well, um, so I moved to Sydney. Um, I had a job in the airlines and I just I started kind of uh, going into the more circus space. I really mm-hmm. loved aerial silks. Um, I became friends with another guy called David and he was kind of involved in some circus kind of skills as well. And we started going to the same aerial class um, held in a church in Darlinghurst in Sydney. Um, And, yeah, we just started kind of learning there. Then when we went across the aerial eyes. I took some time off. um, But then, like, it was actually my friend David that goes, I found this all-boys pole dancing class. And it was... Like, who, who hears of that? And it was just yeah. like, do you want to give it a go? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we ended up going, it was held at Slide Lounge, which I think is no longer with us, yeah. um, on Oxford Street. And it was part of the Aussie Pole Boys. And essentially what they would do is they would train you or, you know, you'd go in on a Saturday and have your lesson and whatever, and then it wound up. Uh, David and I would kind of rotate through performances for El Circo at Slide. And I was doing that every Saturday for three years and, you know, kind of thrown in the deep end. It wasn't per se a structured pole dancing learning class. I didn't start at the bottom, Uh, you know, beginner class and learn names for things. It was like, you guys have got some acrobatic ability. Let's just try these moves, piece it together into a routine and make it look hot.
1: Oh, fantastic. Now, yeah. I want to get into the actual logistics of pole because a lot of people don't understand exactly how much strength you have to have.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm. It makes you deceptively strong. And the common misconception people are like, oh, I can't do that. You have to be really strong to do it. And my response to that is get into my class, it will make you strong. Pole makes you strong in more ways than just physical strength as well. Um, Part of, I I, I teach and part of what I like about teaching is, you know, you start off in a beginner class and your students come in in, you know, gym shorts and a t-shirt. And then the more progress they get, the shorter the shorts get and the, the, you know, it turns into a crop top. And just to see that, strength in body positivity that's one of my favorite things to see and it's such a supportive environment i mean i'm a hairy chested mustache sometimes bearded guy that is teaching these people uh male female non-binary whatever um you know however you choose to be you know acknowledged and represented in how you feel as a person um that's another thing it's so welcoming there's so many different walks of life and just to see that confidence grow that support grow that you've had a bad day do you know what we're going to dance our absolute hearts out for an hour and you're going to walk out of here feeling better
1: yeah, 100%. And, yeah, and I guess that um, that self-acceptance and embodying who you are, um, mm. as a teacher watching that evolve from that, that mousy, you know, person who comes in on their first class and, you know, is yep. a bit embarrassed and that sort of thing to really owning who they are must yep. be, like, so satisfying.
2: Absolutely. And it's not always, you know... It, can be you know like a, a sexuality kind of thing because it, it, you know pole dancing isn't just about you know it, it, of course it has its stripper roots and yep. you know it, it supportive and embrace that and but you've got also you can contemporary you can doubles you can it's so many more aspects to it than just stripper pole it's an actual dance it's an art form it's uh, you know I've worked on a few things where. You know, I've had a really rough time in life and I've just started building this beautiful contemporary piece um, where, you know, part of me ending the routine is kneeling in the middle of the stage physically sobbing because that's what I wanted from that performance. Mm. I wanted to evoke an emotion in myself and within the audience rather than just being a gymnast on a pole, which is nothing wrong with that. But performance-wise, you want to make people feel
1: 110 percent you do when we come back we're going to talk about what you've been up to recently in the performance space uh yep. which is a very cheeky and sexy i have checked out your instagram Dave. so we're going to dive into that in the next segment you're listening to after dark on newcastle live
2: radio sometimes cheeky always fun It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson.
0: Brought to you
1: by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. I'm back with Pole Dance Day for this very special edition of After Dark. Now, in the first section, we went through how Dave found pole and what it brings to an audience and the skill, the emotion and the the performance element. But I do want to talk about the stuff that you've been doing recently. Now, you lead quite a double life because, you know, you're a suit during the day and then by night, uh, look, you know, there's not much to your outfit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, And even if it starts off with a lot of my outfit, there's not much by the end of it. No. Um, Uh, So, what I've been doing recently, I do a lot of work with Timber Productions up here in Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I work where we put on cabaret shows. Uh, We did, after lockdown last year, we did a, a Halloween show and one of my routines was coming out in a... Uh, Baphomet mask which I made out of cardboard and it's all kind of geometrical and ended up pouring fake blood over my naked body um, you know it's just fun <laughs> yeah I'll, try, I'll have to show you that one at another time yeah uh, but, uh, What we're currently working on is we've um, entered our show, uh, Drag Supper Club, into the fringe circuit within Australia. So we had a bit of a preview up here in Newcastle two weeks ago. Yes. Uh, This weekend uh, we're down at Sydney, um, taking it down there, and then beginning of October... October, we're taking it to the Melbourne Fringe, so so exciting, international, <laughs>
1: yeah, so exciting. I mean, um, you know, and that must be an absolute hoot to put those shows together because you've got you know your your pole element, you've got the drag element, um, you know, there's a whole load of stuff going on, and it's so entertaining. Yeah. And you know, I've always said Newcastle is. I mean, I know that you're South Australian based, but we're going to forgive you for that. Um, yeah. Newcastle is such, yeah, <laughs> such a hotbed. The talent, you know? And, mm, and it really what, is. We, what we produce is just phenomenal. And um a, yeah, it must be such a a thrill to be knowing that you're going on that fringe circuit now. It's fantastic. Oh,
2: we we're so excited, we're so nervous. We're feeling all the feels and you know, when you're trying to put something together, we're going to, you know, a venue that we're not familiar with. So that's yep. always got a little bit of kind of logistics to figure out, but the show must go on. You figure it out and that's kind of the joy with what I what I really like about cabaret style stuff is you're not just on a stage performing. You do have like part of my routine, um, I do a routine with a balloon um, and I come out into the audience and interact with the audience. Um, my pole routine for this, I start at the back of the room and slowly walk through and, you know, touch people in ways that they haven't been touched before. Can I say that? <laughs> Absolutely
1: you can say that. It's after dark Love. virtually
2: what it There was one person at the last show that, you know, threw a leg over and was kind of yep. being all sexy like and he whispers, I have a boyfriend. And I was like, is he here? Like, you know, you can joke around yeah. You have that interaction with him. He's like, he was like, I have a boyfriend. And I was like, he can watch. Like,
1: yeah. Live your best life.
2: You know, exactly, like that kind of an engagement. Um, and then, uh, you know, I ended up going over to the pole and there was actually a colleague of mine from my day job in the front row. So, again, I'm on the pole. I've stripped down to this lovely white leather harness and jockstrap. I've got my cheeks out and I'm just staring her dead in the eyes while I'm dancing and she's like, oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> that Instead would the office, She's like, "Don't ever look at me like that again." But she goes, "I'm so confused. That was hot." So <laughs>
1: <laughs> love that, love yeah. that for her. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and uh, that would have made it for an interesting Monday.
2: Absolutely, I, I, I walked past her in the office and just like maintained eye contact and said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and look. Uh, but no, she really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's all fun and games.
1: So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, your workplace are, are fairly supportive and your family. Now, how did they go with uh, with the whole, you know, don't be a big Jesse thing in the end?
2: Um, so, oh, look, my, my my mum is fantastic. She's amazing. She loves it. Uh, when I did the shows that slide back in, you know, the early, God, I think it would have been 2010, 11, 12. Uh, she came to one, uh, I came over from Adelaide to visit and I took her to one of the shows and, you know, she was like, her, her initial thought of pole dancing was, I'm in a G-string, having people touch me and put dollar bills in my, in, yeah. you know, which it wasn't, it was more of a cabaret style thing. But yeah. then she came to one of these shows and she's seen what we did and seen what I did. And she was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So, um, you know, she follows me on Instagram. I had an old high school friend message me the other day and she's like, how does your mother follow you? (laughs) I'm like, mum's proud. It's fine. She loves it. Um, uh, Yeah, so mum's fine. Uh, Don't talk to my dad. haven't spoken to him in 20 years. So, yeah, but um, I've got family overseas as well that are back in Scotland. They see everything. Yeah. They see it all and they're just like, oh, you know, I'm the black sheep of the family, so...
1: Well, or the white sheep if you're wearing your white jock strap. And, uh, well, this yeah. is
2: true, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if people wanted to catch your act or take a class with you, how would they go about doing that?
2: Uh, so keep a look at, follow us on, at Timber Productions. Um, we're always posting. You can follow me on Instagram at Dance Dave um, and I post, you know, what's going on, where where we're happening, you know, where our next shows are. Um, The next one, as I said, this week is um, at the Sydney Fringe down in Enmore, and you can get on the Sydney Fringe website and find us there. Um, If you want to come for a pole lesson, uh, I am one of the teachers at Bella's Pole Studio in Adamstown up here in Newcastle. Uh, They also have a studio down in Morissette as well if you're a little bit further down the coast. Yep. Yeah. Get involved! Don't be shy. If you're like, "Oh, I need to be too," st- I need to be strong, or I'm not sure. Like, I, I've got you know, tall girls, short girls, girls with big boobs, girls with no boobs. I've got boys. I've got anybody that wants to come, just come along. You'll have a blast. Um, we do aerial silks, we do aerial straps, we do aerial hoop. So there's plenty of options. Uh, we offer a stretch and conditioning class as well. If you know you wanted to come along and feel that you would benefit from that in your poll journey but best thing to do give it a go
1: yeah okay well we might have to do that as an after dark life one night i'll Ooh. come to a class yeah, let's do it. Yeah, awesome. Sounds fantastic. Dave, thank you so much for joining us and uh, loved hearing about your journey and cannot wait to see you absolutely slay it on the fringe circuit. I'm so proud of uh, what Timber Productions, yourself, Tim, the whole team have uh, pulled together in uh, what Newcastle is producing. So, uh, yeah, have an absolute ball, my friend, and I can't wait to catch all the action on your Instagram oh, and yeah. uh, see you live sooner rather than later.
2: Absolutely. I'll I'll keep you in the loop when the next show up here is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be amazing. That was pole dance, Dave, and you're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Fancy a quickie? Quickie?
0: Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark.
1: Now, I'm sure on After Dark, the last thing that you think we're going to be talking about is house renovation, but guess what? That's exactly what we're talking about. And specifically, we're talking about the new Netflix series that is taking the world by storm, How to Build a Sex Room. The lady who is the host is like the Mary Poppins of sex rooms. She is a granny who comes in and revolutionises spaces, turning them into a sexy den, specific to the couples. And, Nikki, what response have you seen to this show in store?
3: Oh, my goodness. We have had people coming in and to all of our 10 stores across the country Mm. coming in and buying up bondage. I've had so many customers come in and tell me that they're going to take the equity out of their property and they're going to sit down with a builder and design and make their own sex room because it's something that they've always wanted to do but they always felt like they were the only people in the world who wanted to do it. A series like this that's come out on Netflix has really, really made people feel like their ideas aren't strange and that it is okay to have a sex room in your house and enjoy sex again. Look, 100%. And the whole
1: thing about the show, I really love it. What she does is she comes in, she has a look at the space, obviously. She's an interior designer. She comes in, she has a look at the space. But then she sits down with the couples and she talks about what they like sexually, what appeals to them, how how what fabrics they like, what feels they like. You know, they she gets a whip out of her little Mary Poppins bag and she whips them and she goes, what do you think about this one? And here's a switch and here's this. And she creates this space that speaks – It's it, represents both of the couple's personality and so is a good. space that they can call their own and, you know, away from the kids, away from life. No one needs to know about it.
3: Um, but And these, the best part, they're so inconspicuous, some of them, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. So inconspicuous, behind bookcases, in, in laundry rooms. Like you wouldn't never know mm. that there was something there in most of the cases if they haven't done their bedroom. It's fantastic. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely revolutionary. And I can imagine that people are now going, because we're bringing this stuff into the general conversation, which this is the whole point of having After Dark as well, is that we want people to be having these conversations, that people are going, well, I've thought about that in my deepest, darkest fantasy, but I never thought that I could actually, you know, verbalise it. And now i verbalised it to my partner. They're on board too. And it's a whole new world of
3: discovery for both. Oh, 100%. We're getting so many customers that it started the conversation between both of them. It could have been, you know, their relationship might have been a little bit stale. They watched the series after being recommended by a friend and it starts conversation for uh, for my customers where they get to come in and go, oh, we saw this, oh, we, you know, we're, we're not going too heavy just too yet, but we'll come in and get a paddle or oh, we'll come in and get this or have you got a w-? the biggest request that we're getting is the lounges. There was one couple yes. who had it in their garage behind a little um, shelf and they had a lounge and that, that really appealed to a lot of people. So um, I would say if you haven't watched it, do it, ladies. And gentlemen, if you're listening, do it watch it because it's a really great little series and the host, as you said, how gorgeous is she? I love her. <laughs>
0: she she's really is so like Mary sunny. Poppins. She's like Mary She Poppins. really is. Yep.
3: And she looks like the sweetest little old soul and then you, you turn away from the TV for a minute, you come back and she's, you know, leaning on a sex couch, you know going, Oh, ah, ah! She's fantastic.
1: Look, I just love how she schools the um, poor carpenter bloke who's married yep. and brings his son along to work, and she's getting on these on this apparatus, testing it all out. And he's just I like, "Oh my god!" But hilarious, and that's what we need. We need to destigmatize this stuff. Like, and you know, sometimes seeing a granny on a uh, on a sex swing is quite hilarious. <laughs>
3: It is. Not only is she hysterical in that sense, it does, as what you said, it normalizes everything. It's letting our customers and your listeners know that these little ideas that pop into your head, they're not just popping into your head for no reason. You can now make them a reality. You can talk to your bank, like my customers are doing, and taking the equity out of their house and building these rooms, not only is it going to add value to your life, But it's also an extra room if you decide to sell the property, which is going to benefit you in the end. But I would say if this is something that you're thinking of doing, watch the show. If you haven't watched the show yet, definitely, definitely do it. If you are a regular watcher and you're thinking about getting stuff, pop into your local flirt adult store because we've got everything from collars to gags to feathers to binders to door swings to blow-up lounges. Everything that you've seen on that show, we pretty much have in our store.
1: Absolutely. And look, you know, not saying that uh, that Flirt uh, have a team of carpenters that are going to come in and do all of the uh, all the plastering for you, but certainly they can deck out your sex room. And as you say, your range is wide and varied. You can look at all the stuff online. You can go in store. And because you listen to the best damn sex podcast going, you get a fat discount.
3: Yes, you do. Your listeners will get 30% off anything they want in store. All they have to say is that they're a listener of the show and use the code LIVE30. And if you are shopping online tonight, definitely use the code LIVE30 at checkout. And that's going to give you 30% off your next purchase. You can use it again and again and again, but don't tell them I told you that.
1: <laughs> your secret's <laughs> safe with me, Nikki, and I don't take advantage of it at all. <laughs> I beg to differ. I could pull up your sales history, my girl. <laughs> oh, I feel seen.
3: Never mind. How good are they, though? <laughs> oh, How, good look. <laughs> How good is
1: it? Yep, yep. It is like a uh, vibrating Christmas at my place. But, uh, you know, we love it and love you, Nikki. Thanks so much for joining us once again on After Dark for the Quickie with Nikki. Bye.
2: Sometimes cheeky,
0: always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton.
1: Our time together draws to a close for another week. Once again, dear listener, hope you got a lot out of tonight. I really enjoyed hearing Pole Dance Dave's diary into a pole dancer and I hope you catch him at a show very soon. Nikki and I delved into how to build a sex room. And if this has inspired you, make sure that you hit up Netflix and watch the series and then pop into Flirt Adult Store to kit out your little den of love. Until next week, I've been Louise Wilkinson. Thanks for listening to After Dark.
0: There are some things we just can't talk about during daylight hours. So our very own Louise Wilkinson has created After Dark. Every Tuesday evening from 6 we rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But fair warning, this is adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.